Hello from sunny Portugal. I'm here for a couple of weeks and then afterwards I'm on to Dubai and India. And then last but not least, back in beautiful Singapore. Yes, it may be a summer break for many of us, but we're still committed to doing those daily videos that will help everyone understand the sometimes complex world of cross-border transactions as we and our team of tax advisors seek to demystify that's sometimes confusing. Well, my name is Darren Joseph. Please visit uh, hg.tax. We have over 1,000 videos, over 2,000 articles on completely free of charge on cross-border tax issues. Okay, so let's talk. Today, we're going to talk about the ERCO, the Employee Retention Credit. Now, we've had quite a few international clients on our books with U.S. subsidiaries. So I'm doing this video with them in mind. For those who are based in the US, obviously you'd have been bombarded with lots of ads about the ERC. It's, it's been heavily promoted. So I, yeah, I, I don't intend that this would probably be of interest to someone onshore, but someone offshore with US interests. And if it is that your, your local CEO, your local directors or managers didn't make you aware that such a thing exists, Here's kind of like a heads up. We're doing this in August 2023. So if anything changes post August 2023, uh, please bear in mind it won't be reflected by what I'm saying here. What, is, what am I talking about? The employee retention credit is a valuable tax credit. I mean, it's offered by the Internal Revenue Service as part of the COVID-19 relief package to encourage originally as well encouraging businesses to, re, to maintain their headcount during the, the challenging times during lockdowns, et cetera, et cetera, right? Unlike the other forms of relief, however, the ERC is a refundable tax credit, meaning uh, eligible employers, so it's about employers, it's about businesses that are going to claim this, can claim the credit uh, even if they don't owe payroll taxes. So the calculation would mean that you get cash back, you get you, you get a check, basically. So it's essentially, it's a direct reimbursement uh, as, an, as an incentive or as a reward because it's after the fact of reward for holding on to your staff. Question is, how does it work? Now, the task credit uh, for 2020, two years we're focusing on. This is 2020 and 2021. The 2020 is equal to 50% of the qualified wages that eligible employees pay their uh, employers pay their employees in a calendar quarter. And, cal and qualified employers can receive a maximum credit of 5,000 per employee. So it's up to 5,000 per employee for the year, right? 2021 was way more generous, right? So the tax credit is equal to 70% of qualified wages that eligible employers pay to employees. And qualified employers can earn up to a maximum of 7K, 7,000 per employee per quarter for uh, three quarters or four quarters, depending on how you look at it. So you're looking at 21,000, at least 21,000 per year, seven per quarter. So 21,000 per employee for 2021 and 5,000 per employee for 2020. So this could mean, and we've seen it, it could mean literally millions straight to the bottom line. Now, unlike the PPP or the very famous payment protection program uh, and the other small business relief options, this one, businesses of all sizes are eligible. And remember, it's not like a PPP, it's not a loan. So you never need to, after the fact, seek to repay or seek forgiveness for these ERC funds. 
So the question is, well, you know, we're doing these daily videos, we're doing all these interviews, we're doing all these talks about tax. Why didn't I discuss it previously? I'll be completely honest. There are two reasons why we hesitated to say anything about this. One, the PPP loan, the payment protection, the paycheck protection program, the PPP loan, it, for those who are outside of the U.S., you may not be aware, it's described in the media as the biggest fraud in a generation. The DOJ, the uh, Department of Justice and, Lo and Law Enforcement, the IRS, they're, they're all over it. They're every It seems like every day, every week, we look, uh, at least in the U.S. local media, and you see somebody being uh, prosecuted, somebody being thrown in jail as a result in uh, as a result of apparent fraud. So... And right now in August, which is when I'm recording this video, there's a lot of stuff in the press about Tom Brady and even one of the Red Power Rangers. So someone who's like in a, a kid's show, you know, every, so many people are under investigation as a result of this. And the ERC, the Employee Retention Credit, is part of that COVID relief package and it's something so controversial and something so messy. We decided, hey, we're going to stay away from that. We're going to put some distance between that and ourselves. Uh, secondly, so the second issue is that there's been so much concern over ERC fraud in light of what happened with PPP that in July 2023, so last month, the IRS actually issued a notice against anyone charging contingency-based fees or percent, percentage-based fees for helping businesses with the application process. It was, you do a search for ERC in, in the U.S., and it just pops up, it's populated and flooded with ads. And up to now, it's been more than a month since this rule has been passed. And almost all of them are contingency-based fees. All. So the people who are still blatantly breaking the law as a result of that. So essentially, it has been the wild, wild west. And we told ourselves, you know what? Let's just stay away from this nonsense. People have asked. Many clients have asked. But no way. Ten-foot pole. We're not going to touch it. So then the question is, like, why are we discussing it now? To be honest, it's because of inquiries from our established clients. And because of the fact that the IRS has kind of like, kind of put their foot down and at least laid down some ground rules to, you know, so that we feel a bit safer wading into this, this really messy territory. But the, but the point is that while the ERC program officially ended in November, 2021, businesses still had the opportunity to, to claim the credit retroactively for up to three years after. So you have up until 2024, 2025, depending on how you look at it, right? That means that if eligible businesses misclaiming they are seeing priors they can now look back and recover it so that's what we're doing we're helping people particularly with 21 uh right now go through the, the process of submitting for, for this really um very valuable credit question you're going to ask me now is how do you qualify now we have a, a we have like a really detailed like the ultimate guide to the rc on our website hg.tax so please have a look at it but essentially like the cliff notes version the quick version is how, how do you qualify business income must have declined by a requisite amount in 2020 and 2021. So the year on year decline. So you can prepare to 2019 or to the just the immediate prior year. There, there's some alternative ratios, but the bottom line is that business must have tangibly and materially declined and the percentages are spelled out of the amount of decline is required. Your, you know, your business must have been subject to states shutdown orders and employees must have earned more than threshold. So essentially, I mean, that that's kind of like a really high level. If you have that, then we're in business. And again, we have the ultimate guide on our website, hg.tax, if you want more. So what what is actually involved in the process? Well, we gather the documents to ensure that there's bulletproof audit trail, 
a, a bulletproof paper trail in case of an audit. And now with the IRS getting a big boost to their budget, I would, I mean, I'm going to bet that they're going to audit this more closely, certainly than they did the PPP. So, uh, we won't work with any of our clients who do not genuinely qualify for this. So we need to see the data ourselves. We need to verify everything ourselves. And in return, if there's any inquiries from the IRS, we handle it because we understand, we've seen, we've had sight of all the numbers and so we can defend it. So anyway, what, what is involved is it involves amending the 941s, form 941s. That's the, uh, a form that employers use to report income taxes, social security tax and Medicare withheld from an employee's paycheck or to pay the employer's part of the social security and Medicare tax. So we, it involves amending the 941s, collecting all the paperwork, submitting it to the IRS, and then afterwards amending the 2020 or 2021 corporate tax return to 1120s accordingly, right? So once again, visit our website, hg.tax, do a search for ERC, and you'll see the ultimate guide there. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us via our website. My name is Darren Joseph from hg.tax. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.